Today is Friday, January 13th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Santos saga will simply not relent, as the list of his own Republican colleagues demanding his resignation continues to grow. And two Democratic representatives from New York, Dan Goldman and Richie Torres, formally requested that the House Ethics Committee investigate him. But despite the growing call for his resignation, Santos said to reporters yesterday that if 142 people ask for him to resign, he'll resign. He later increased that number to the 142,000 people who voted for him during an appearance on Steve Bannon's podcast, while it was being guest hosted by Matt Gates. I swear if this is not Mad Libs. Gates asked him how he was able to loan his campaign $700,000, to which Santos replied that he lived an honest life, when in reality he couldn't even live an honest podcast episode. In that same conversation, he said that he had no preconceived notions about which House committees he wanted to serve on which is not true given that he has already told voters in his district that he wants to serve on the House Financial Services or Foreign Affairs Committee based on his resume. He really has to be trolling us, though this would have made an incredible Sasha Baron Cohen character. But let's go back for a second to those 142,000 people who Santos says voted for him. They all live in an area that would take maybe an hour to drive from one end of the district to the other. Two hours if the LAE is particularly bad. So is there anyone who can take a guess at how Santos was able to rack up $40,000 in air travel expenses during his local congressional election? For context, $40,000 is closer to what a leader in Congress would rack up going back and forth between their district and DC. Unless Santos was taking a blade to and from campaign events, like a true representative of the district. Next, we have more updates on the second set of classified documents that was found in President Biden's Wilmington, Delaware home. We now know that what is being called a small number of documents was found in a locked garage, and at least one document was found inside the home. And in both cases, they were mixed in with Biden's personal and political papers. The search of his properties and offices is reportedly complete, and no additional documents were found in his Rehoboth Beach House or elsewhere. Meanwhile, Attorney General Merrick Garland did not even wait half a news cycle before naming a special counsel to oversee the Biden document situation. Garland has named Robert Hur, a U.S. attorney who was appointed by Donald Trump, who said yesterday that he will not be swayed by politics. But will politics be swayed by you? It's also been reported that the FBI has interviewed multiple aides who work for Biden in the final days of the Obama administration regarding the matter including his executive assistant who helped pack up his office in January 2017. Separately, President Biden told reporters that he was cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's investigation. The whole classified document thing definitely took the air out of the latest good economic news, that inflation dropped to 6.5% in December. Consumer prices also dropped 0.1%, its first month in decline since May 2020 with gas prices plummeting 9.4% as well. But don't worry, everything is still very expensive. Speaking of gas, if this is your main news source, you might have missed this week's right-wing discourse, that President Biden is trying to take away your gas stove, a rumor that has been circulating this week in light of a comment by a Consumer Product Safety Commission official that was published on Monday 
where they said that any option is on the table when it comes to regulating gas stoves amid growing health concerns over the appliances. So yesterday, the chair of the Consumer Product Safety Commission made a statement clarifying that the agency has no plans to ban gas stoves and that they are simply researching gas emissions in stoves and exploring new ways to address health risks, including stronger voluntary safety standards. But sure, if you like carbon monoxide that much, knock yourself out. And finally for this week, the Twitter office in Singapore, which was the company's headquarters in Asia, was shut down on Wednesday because the company did not pay rent, with landlords reportedly physically walking employees out of the building. More closures are expected at other international offices for similar reasons, including in Hong Kong, Mexico, Australia, South Korea, the Philippines, and most of the offices in Africa, Europe, and India. Though if there were any justice, this story would be about Elon Musk being physically walked onto his rocket ship and sent light years away. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to check out our premium Extra Extra episodes, where I deep dive on less covered but extremely intriguing topics. And of course, please rate and review the morning announcements on your favorite podcast app to help keep us growing in 2023. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.